Hi, and welcome back to the Positive Success Show. I'm your host, Dominique Narciso, and I'm a success coach for high achievers living abroad. I help you redefine personal and professional success so that you can create a simple lifestyle with more income, impact, and freedom. So welcome to episode number 51, Be the Impetus for Impact. So I'm super excited to share with you this awesome interview I did with an old friend, Dr. Amanda Barrientes. Uh, she's the founder of NFA Coaching, No Effing Around Coaching, and I met her at a conference two years ago when I first got started in this business. So please enjoy this episode. It's super great, and make sure you're taking notes. All right, here we go. So I'm super excited to welcome an awesome guest, a good friend of mine, from all the way out in, in the United States, um, Dr. Amanda Barrientes. She is the founder of NFA Coaching, that's No Effing Around Coaching, and also the host of the podcast and YouTube channel, Max Potential Habits. Amanda, it is so wonderful to have you on the show. Hey, it is so fun to be here. Thank you for having me. So just a little background for the audience. Uh, I met Amanda at the Experts Academy conference uh, with Brendan Burchard, who's one of the top uh, high performance coaches in the world. You don't really see his, his name around, um, but he's like, this guy is just building empires for people because he's so good at inspiring. He's so good at teaching. He's so good at um, just telling us that we all have a message and that we can share it with the world. And Amanda and I were both at the same conference and we were sitting next to each other. And it was just like, we didn't know what we were doing. We you know, both came from professional backgrounds. I was doing international affairs and she's like super awesome PhD professor at a university. Um, and yeah, and we were just learning together. And so what I love about this particular interview is that this is us post, you know, like doing all the work figuring out all this stuff. And now we're here, like doing a podcast, doing interviews and just living our dreams and building the kind of lifestyle and business that we enjoy doing. So I just wanted to share with the audience that little tidbit because if you are thinking about what you wanna do next or what would be fun for you, this space of creating uh, content and building businesses online, like this is a whole new generation. like. If you want that for yourself, use us as examples. Like go check out Amanda's website. Like she is prolific in what she creates. Um, I could only, you know, try to be as prolific as her one day. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, Amanda, again, it's so, it's so great to see you and it's so great to catch up. And I can't wait for the listeners to hear your story of how you got started in this space. Yeah. Uh, it, it brings me so much joy to think about where we were at and where we are now and, and the fun space. I mean, I remember at that event when we got introduced because, you know, he had us break up into small groups. And I think, you know, it's like we were sharing our stories and our background and it was like, I have no clue what I'm doing. <laughs> I remember it was like kind of, you know, give the commercial. It was like I tried out 50 different commercials because I really didn't know what I was doing. And I knew that I had the inspiration to help people. And that I love teaching and that coaching was going to be the path for me. And that event gave me so much hope because I saw so many people successfully doing it. And I was like, if they can do it, of course I can do it. And then, you know, just implementing what I had learned. So, you know, uh, ultimately my journey has been that I stepped into coaching through my own personal downfalls. So, you know, when I met you, I wasn't on 
food stamps anymore when I, when I met you, but right before that I was, you know, so I was on food stamps and living in subsidized housing and really financially challenged and relationally challenged. And so I actually stepped into coaching thinking I was going to be a relationship coach. And so I took, you know, I worked my way and did works like work study basically to get into a relationship training course and it was at that event that that I learned about values and how I could shift my values toward wealth building. And I realized that wealth building was no more nowhere on my values list. And I started to shift my energy and mind into going like, how can I make money doing what I love? And that was huge for me because what I realized in that was like, oh, being a professor isn't the way for me. You know, I thought <laughs> I'm going to have to move and it, there's limited income and limited impact. And I thought I love teaching. So how can I use that skill set in the world and have it be something that really I get to have unlimited potential to do whatever I want? And then I thought, you know, I actually started a little bit into that world doing some relationship coaching. My first workshop was a relationship workshop. And then I really quickly learned that I love the mindset of entrepreneurs and, and that people are also willing to pay to build their business. <laughs> and so I, you know, I started shifting my energy in that direction and then using all the skills and tools and marketing ideas that you and I learned at that event and just, I just went into massive implementation mode, you know, I was like, okay, I've learned this. And I really, one of the things I think is a key takeaway for people here, you know, whatever, if you're in that stage of building a business, uh, know that you need to learn marketing. Like that has been something that has, people ask me all the time, how have you been successful so fast? And it was because that event that I went to with you was a week after I graduated with my PhD and it was my gift to myself for graduating. And I was like, if I want to start a business, I'm going to have to learn how to market because I don't know anything about marketing. Like, you know, when you're in academia, it's a very different world. And so I thought, okay, I got to like start paying to learn how to market. And if I'm going to be a successful entrepreneur. And so, you know, I think that's one of the key things that I did right away. And I've never stopped. Like I spent a lot of time learning about marketing and, and I love it. You know, I do enjoy it. it. To me, it's like a fun artistic creation of, of how do I get to share what I've created with the world in a way that lands with my audience where they get to sit and think like, how does Amanda know me so well? That's marketing. You know, that's, that's what really good marketing does is people go like, she's reading my mind. And it's just because I pay attention to what people are saying so that I can market to the right people so that I can expand my reach and help more people. So good. No, I, I think, I think like you hit it like that's, if you even want to expand any message that you have, if you understand the audience that you're speaking to yeah, at a deep level, not just like on the surface, Hey, buy this thing, but like really understand the problem and the challenge and the struggle, uh, then you can really, you can really, really help someone. And I love, you know, Brendan's message of like, if you, you know, put money behind your message, you can spread your message even more. And I love that, I love that value because it's not making, it's not having a business for the sake of like, I want to get rich quick. It's having a business because you can use it to make a positive impact. Totally. And that's, that's like, that's why I'm so drawn to his, his energy and the people that he's surrounded himself with, because I believe that all of us, if we can have that and, and do that, like the world would be in such a better place. Like people are living their dreams and doing something that lights them up. Yeah, so definitely. Like marketing and marketing is hard. Marketing is hard, y'all. I, I I don't know. I'm still learning it. I and it's oh me too. <laughs> so much courage to put yourself out there, especially if you haven't really done that before. And so 
Amanda, I applaud you for like all the work that you're doing. And this is like a tip for anyone that wants to get into entrepreneurship or anything that you're looking into in the future is look at other people around you, your colleagues, your peers that are doing interesting things and learn from them. Like, yeah, I look at her stuff. I'm like, oh, my, she's the one that made me start this podcast. Like I heard her. She's like, oh, Dom, I'm going to start a podcast. I'm like, oh, maybe I should start a podcast. And I started a podcast like two days after talking to you last year. That's so cool. Well, well, I want to give comps to you because, you know, you're the reason that I started doing video. You know, we were talking about this pre-show. It's like you, I remember so well, you showed me your videos that you were doing. And I was like, you just, I was like, what do you mean? You just like do a video and you like, you held your phone up right there and just start doing a video. And I'm just like, what? Like, this is crazy. And then you encouraged me and inspired me that night. You're like, go home and do a video, show it to me tomorrow. And I did. It was my first video ever. I didn't release it, but it was like practicing telling my story. Yeah. And that was the first video I made. And I mean, you completely inspired me. And now I'm, you know, I'm thousands of videos oh, in. God, so good. And and I mean, yeah, you, you were the impetus for that. So thank you. It's a big deal. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious, Amanda, like in your, in your personal journey, like as you're, as you were transitioning from like this PhD identity, cause like the listeners here, they're kind of going through their own journeys of like, how do I transition to the next phase of my life? Like, what does that look like for my career, for my family, et cetera, for you, what was the shift? Like, what was that? Or if you can share you can go into like Amanda's world, that moment when you're like, everything just clicked. And then you took action, like you took not even just huge action, but just like that one next best step that led you down this path. Yeah, you know, I, it was a big deal to have that identity shift, you know, so I want to say for listeners, like when you're especially in a professional setting, I think that we're very attached to our identity, you know, for, you know, I was in grad school for seven years earning my PhD. And so for that whole time, you're going, I'm going to be a professor, I'm going to be a professor, I'm going to be a professor, and you build up an idea about what that looks like in the world, and the prestige and the way people see you and, you know, what it means for you. And so I remember vividly when I was, when I decided I want to be a coach, I was quiet about it. Like, I did not share it with very many people at first, because I thought, you know, academics don't take that seriously and they don't even really get what it is. And are they going to support me? Like, I mean, I just had so many doubts and fears around it and imposter syndrome, of course, you know, like all those things showed up big time. And then what was really fun was I remember the moment when I graduated and I was like, yes, I'm free from the identity. And then I had a, a professor passed away in our department and he was the person who had was teaching a class that I had also taught for several, two years. Mm -hmm. And it was sex, gender and society. And, and so they contacted me and said, would you please, would you please, please save us? Basically, like he had these classes that he was teaching in the honors department. And I'd always said, if I was ever going to teach in academia, it would be in the honors department because it's really small classes and it's really driven students. And I was like, but it's very low pay. <laughs> so I was like, should I, should I not? But I still hadn't, you know, I was just starting my business. This was right when we met, you know, they had offered it to me actually a month after you and I met. And I went back and forth because I was like, I really want to go full force into my business. But I also didn't have any clients yet. I don't, you know, I had just two months of money saved up to where I was like, I got to make my business fly in two months. So I wasn't sure I could do it. So I decided to stay teaching. And I remember I was at networking events. So here I am a professor at CU and the, at the University of Colorado Boulder. And then I'm also running, I'm starting to build my coaching business. I'm starting to own my identity and tell people I'm a coach. 
And then I remember one day so vividly that someone asked what I did. And for the first time, I didn't say I'm a coach. Oh, and I'm a professor at CU to like bolster my identity. I just said, oh, I'm a coach. And I didn't even think about the professor part. (laughs) And I remember like walking away from that conversation and going like, oh, yeah. I just owned my, my expert coaching hat, you know, and it was a big deal because I realized like I had had an identity transformation. And for me, it felt like that was more aligned with my identity than being a professor. And so it was, you know, it, it wasn't, I wouldn't say it was like, it, it was more like an epiphany in hindsight than it was like, oh, I've had this moment and now I'm going to start saying this. It kind of happened real time. And it was a process of letting go of one identity and stepping into a new identity. So good. I love it. And it just like, it just came out. It just came out. It's like, that's yeah. that's just like, I'm a coach. It's like, Oh yeah, I'm a coach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, it was interesting. Yeah. Especially where I live because there's a lot, it's a very highly educated community. There's a lot of people with graduate degrees. So to say that instead of that, I'm a coach, that I'm a professor was like a big deal for me. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, that's, and that's like, I think that just takes so much so much courage and like, and knowing, knowing thyself, right? The self-awareness and, and giving yourself that open or opening that door for yourself to even say that. Um, I think it takes so much courage, especially for the folks uh, that are listening, that are trying to think, you know, how do you transition from one career to another? Like it's, it's challenging. It's really challenging to tell yourself that you're this other person when all your life you've been this one way. Yeah. So, so I think that's, I think that's wonderful that, you know, for you, it it kind of, it gradually happened. And when it happened, it happened. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think that's, it's great for people listening also to know that, that it's like often identity transformation can happen in your mind in a second where you can make a decision to act in a new direction, which that's very powerful because it's signaling to the universe that you've made the decision, you cut off other options, but the identity shift process takes a little bit of time, you know? So it's like, don't beat yourself up if you're stuck, a little stuck thinking like, Oh, how am I going to do this? And, and you're kind of building two things at once, or you're even playing with the idea of building something new, play with the new identity, see how it feels, put it on like a costume almost, and just play with it a little bit. And then start to, you'll start to step into it. And then all of a sudden one day, it'll be who you are. (laughs) Oh gosh. Okay. That's a golden nugget, everybody, (laughs) you know, play with that identity because you make it, you make it fun. It's not so serious. And I think that's, that's the thing is like, we can step into these serious professional yeah. Suits, right? Like literally and figuratively. And then when you're not in that space, it's really hard to like, well, how do I, how do I be playful in this new, in this new? Yeah. Space? I love that. I really like that. Yeah. Oh, can I, I want to add a layer here too, because I, I the audience you're speaking to, I, I, I know this because I have I work with a lot of people who are in transition, like they have jobs, but they want to transition into full-time entrepreneurship. And similarly, it's almost like they have a hidden identity where they only share that with certain people. And I tell them, I think that that's is very important sometimes for yourself, share it with the people who, you know, are going to support you and don't share it with the people who are going to rain on your parade, stamp on your seed that you've just planted, you know, like you really want to nurture it. Like it's a baby that you, that you love because, and so then, you know, take, I, I think it's important to pause a little bit before you, and it's funny because this is contradictory to like promote yourself wildly, loudly, and proudly when you're selling something awesome, but do it to the audience that you know is going to receive it so that you're not putting yourself in a position where you're enhancing your self-doubt that exists for all new adventures for most people. Mm-hmm. Mm. So good. Um, and, and that, 
just what you're saying, like sharing it with people that are going to receive it. Um, just to, because I, I, I like this conversation so much. <laughs> I was listening to Elisa Nichols' uh, speech this morning, and it was so good because at a certain point, you have to give yourself permission. Yeah. And and we all, if you're like a high achieving, ambitious person, like there's this this thing that happens in our mind where we have to. It's like we have to ask for permission to be our badass selves. And, and what I like, what Lisa Nichols and I actually, I wrote it down because I'm like, oh, this is so good. She's like, I'm not asking for permission. She's like, I'm giving you notice. And it's just like, it's so yeah. good because it's like, I'm not, I don't need your approval. I'm just yeah. going to be and step into my greatness and you can take it or leave it. Because at a yeah. certain point, if you are going to go big with your dreams, you will have people that will judge you, um, that will try to tear you down, that will call you names. Like that is just part of being bigger. Because you're yeah. stepping out of your comfort zone. And when you step out of your com comfort zone, it's never about the other person. It's, it's, it's about they see you and they're looking at themselves. And it's like how, and there's like this, this thing that happens like, oh, how is that person so brave? And I'm not. That's yeah. like subconsciously something's happening. I, I think that's like a whole nother conversation. But, you know, this, 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 this advice of, you know, share it with people that are going to support you definitely, especially as you're building and you're growing. Yeah. And then there yeah. will be a point where you just own it. Just like a man, totally. like, I'm a coach and you just own it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Speaking of all of this, Amanda, you have created a, a method. Um, and that's so interesting. And I love the name neuro freedom alignments. Can you, so our, our, our listeners, can you, can you give them like I guess like an intro version of what that means and just kind of, and as well as the work that you do with your clients um, and helping them build their businesses and thriving lifestyles. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the funny thing is this started because of my NFA branding, where when I would get invited to certain speaking spaces, they were like, I don't know if I can put you on stage with the the effing around part. <laughs> and so I actually met this brilliant coach who I was getting just doing it like a get to know you coffee zoom. And she said, and I was thinking about creating another brand entirely. So I was like, crap, and I didn't want to because I love my NFA brand. And I and she recommended she's like, what if you use the same acronym, but just brand it with something else. And I was like, and then I sat and played with it. And I was like, Oh, you know, the number one thing that my clients and I talk about, like, what does success mean to you? What does happiness mean to you? They all say freedom. Like we want freedom to choose what we want to do, to be who we want to be, to have the money we have, to make the impact we want to make all those things. And then, uh, and then in my business, I'm all, I, everything I teach is about getting on the, into alignment with your zone of genius so that you can uncover your unconscious blocks and get where you want to go. And I was like, and then I do, you know, I do a lot of brain work and it's about aligning your thoughts, your decisions, your actions, all those things. And then it came to me, I was like, neuro freedom alignment. And I'm like, NFA, perfect. <laughs> so it's really fun coming up with the name. <laughs> and, you know, so in the method, it, I use, I, it's, I have a method that's very specific to neuro freedom alignment, but all of the things I use in my business are about how to get neuro freedom alignment. So when you're in neuro freedom alignment, it means that you have no scattered thoughts, you have no scattered energy, you're very clear, you're focused, you're poised, you're intentional, you're not procrastinating, you're in inspired action, because you're in alignment. So we all have what I call competing commitments. And that's when our unconscious and conscious don't match. So we say we want one thing, but we get something else because we have unconscious beliefs and blocks that are keeping us from getting where we want to go. So neurofreedom alignment, 
alignment methods are all about helping you discover what's unconsciously holding you back from getting where you want to go. And to me, getting where you want to go is the power of manifestation. So I teach a lot about universal principles and laws and in, in helping you understand how do I tap into, let's say, the law of attraction to work for me and my benefit instead of against me and keep me held back? Because the law of attraction requires that you consciously and unconsciously say what and say and do what you want. Most people will say, oh, the law of attraction doesn't work because they are, you know, let's say for an example, they go, well, I've been saying forever, I want to build a six, seven figure business, but it's not happening. And it's because they're focusing on it, not happening, not the solutions to get there to have it happen. And so it's all those unconscious beliefs that they have about money and fear and self-doubt and, you know, all those things that keep us stuck. So does that answer your question? Yeah, yeah. No. So I mean, that's like, sometimes I feel like when I'm, I'm hearing this stuff, it's, it's so, it could be so, um, there's so it's there's so much there. Can you like give an example, like a clear, simple example of an, a, a misalignment of an unconscious belief and a, a conscious what they want consciously just to give. Sure. So let, let's say someone says, I want to lose 50 pounds like I want to lose 50 pounds. I've been trying to lose 50 pounds for a year, but they are gaining weight and or staying the same. Okay. You have a competing commitment. Right. Because otherwise you would be able to say you want it and have it happen and manifest it in your reality. So somewhere in you, you have more belief that there's more benefits than drawbacks to losing the weight. So it's our job together to help you uncover what that is so that then the weight just falls off because you're aligned. Mm. Mm. So good. So good. Gosh, I'm like, I like, I want to rewatch this whole entire video to like take my notes and, and, and get aligned neuro freedom aligned in myself. Um, this yeah. Good, Amanda. Um, so I guess last, last couple questions. What is, uh, what do you do? Um, especially as an entrepreneur and there's always setbacks and challenges and any, anyone that's kind of going through difficulty and obstacles and, and, um, and problems, what do you do to stay positive? through like in your journey of becoming, you know, you're in becoming more of yourself and expressing more of who you are in this world? Yeah, it's such I think that's maybe one of the best questions you could ask, because when you are in a space of joy, and and flow and gratitude, you are in positivity, right? So those things all go together. And what you focus on expands. So if you're in a space of positivity, you're going to be able to attract what you want and attract your way much more easily than if you're in negativity. So one of the things I always work with on myself and the people that I work with is, is I, I call it an emergency shift list. So it's learning how to shift your energy quickly so you can get in alignment with what you want mm-hmm. instead of staying stuck in a negative state and and then attracting, <laughs> I, I call it a, I don't can we swear on here? <laughs> I don't know if I should, <laughs> attracting a, 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 like you're like a crap magnet. So you attract <laughs> things your way that you don't want. <laughs> So, you know, so we want to be in the direction of attracting all the things we do want our way, like abundance and joy and flow and love and money and success and fun and, you know, all those things. So getting in a state of positivity is really important. So, you know, the things that I do personally is like I have a, I meditate daily, I journal daily, I exercise daily, I read personal growth and development every single day. And, you know, if I notice myself in a stuck space, my number one go-to would be to go on a run in the woods and listen to something personal growth and development related, and it'll shift my energy super fast. 
and I have ideas and then I, and I get unstuck and, you know, you, I shift my physical energy and, and then you get the good chemicals and then you're, you're, you know, I'm feeding my brain with positivity and it just is like, Oh, cool. I'm, I'm fixed instantly. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it. I love it. And, um, final question, what does success mean to you? Freedom. <laughs> Success to me means it really does. It means freedom to be who I want to be, choose what I want to do, impact the people I want to impact, make the amount of money I want to make, like ultimate freedom to just have choice. You know, when we're stuck in a place of survival, frustration, fear, we don't feel like we have choices. And so to me, I really equate the word success with freedom. And because it looks different to everybody, you know, some people freedom is living in a tiny house on, you know, on a commune. And for other people, it's having five yachts and traveling the world, you know, for it's so different for everybody. So to me, success is about ultimate freedom to get up every day and do what I absolutely love to do. And, and know that the money will flow my way, the people will flow my way, everything's just in a flow state, because I have the freedom and joy in my life happening at all points in time. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I, everybody, I have goosebumps right now, because like, Amanda's just flowing. <laughs> Just like let the positive energy flow to her and her business and her life. So, so great, Amanda. I'm so, I'm so glad that we got to catch up and share your story with our listeners. So how do we, how do we get in touch with you? How do we stay uh, connected, learn more about you? What are the different channels that we can we can see you in yeah. so many good ones. Um, if you go to nfacoaching.com, so either it, it either stands for neuro freedom alignment or no effing around coaching. So if you remember www.nfacoaching.com, there's tons of stuff there, free resources, a biz mindset quiz, like access to podcasts, YouTube. Um, I'm on my handle is NFA coaching for LinkedIn. We're most active on LinkedIn, um, Instagram, and then Facebook. I, I release things and that'll be growing, but those are the easiest ways to find me. And if anyone's interested, you know, if they're, if your business, if you want to go in a direction with your business and uncover some of your competing commitments, they can take the, the quiz. So it's bizmindsetquiz.com. That's a great way to play with me and, and start to, you'll get a report and all kinds of cool stuff. And yeah, that'll, that'll get you into my fold so you can interact with me on a weekly basis. Excellent. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Amanda, for, for being here and showing up like you were such a light and I'm so glad that, you know, we connected, you know, those two years ago, um, really everyone, when you meet people that have fire in their souls, like keep them close because they're going to push you to be better uh, in your life and your business in every possible way. Like I'm like, I am in positivity flow right now. Like I feel so good right now. <laughs> um, so thank you again. And remember everyone, be bold, be positive and take action every day. We'll see you next week. Bye. Awesome.